Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired. This is Jennifer Tovani, Samantha Tredelius, and Stacy Fleece coming to you on this beautiful, sunny morning. Um, and today, our topic is going to be the fabulous uh, yoga retreat that we joined via Zoom this morning. And I thought it was pretty awesome. What do you girls think? I was into it. Um, I'm going to be honest, though. Whenever I take a yoga class, this is Samantha here, by the way. I'm the chick that has no coordination. So when they're like, go to the right, I'm like to the left. And then, you know, when it's go to the back, come to the front, it's kind, I'm kind of like a hot mess when it comes to yoga. But I do appreciate the way one feels post-yoga. I feel like the body feels good. I feel a little bit more limber. So it's, it's always an interesting like start to any, you know, brainstorming sesh. What do you think, please? I, uh, I am not a yoga person. I never have been. I tried to be a yoga person. It was a fail for me. It's just not my thing. <laughs> I have uh, a ton of friends that do it, love it. It's fantastic. Um, it isn't, it's just not my world. And so I am um, super awkward and not good at it because I just, I don't do it. Um, but I agree with you at the end of it, it, I do feel stretched. I feel limber. I feel a little more flexible and that's all good. But, um, it's just, it's not, it's not going to be my activity of choice, but I I'll tell you, I will do it when you, when you're in a situation where you can get together with some powerful, smart, thought provoking women and, um, feed off that energy. It, it can be. It can be a pretty enlightening thing to do first thing in the morning. And Jen Marples did a great job, you know, coaching everybody and, and staying, you know, in flow. Um, I, like Samantha, I was like watching upside down and backwards and, you know, not feeling very coordinated via Zoom, which is the first time I've ever done yoga, watching somebody on Zoom or on the television. I prefer the live version, but you know, today it's probably safer to be at home. And it is we, nice yeah, to not have to leave. We prefer live versions of everything <laughs> right. um, that we haven't had for a year. So I think that, you know, the interesting part of the morning was, um, like I said, that the group of women, a lot of whom I knew, a lot of whom I didn't, um, getting together and, and meeting and, and sort of bonding and sharing and, and uh, lifting each other up over Zoom, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's a, yeah. it's a today thing. It's a 2021 thing, but it's a weird thing. So um, I, I think it made me realize how much I still am missing connections. And um, Zoom is not awesome for that. But totally. something feels like it's the only option we have. Um, what what else should we be looking at in terms of connecting, if if not Zoom? Right. Well, here's I want to stay on the Zoom topic for just a second. Here's something else I really enjoy with the Zoom is the environments that people are in and like <laughs> the cats walking back and forth. I have this one uh, session I have to do uh, do for work, and there's always this lady with this cat, and I'm like girl, you know, you have like Zoom and the cat's like walking across her face and like all over the place. And it's like, I just love people's environments. I think Stacy, you had um, a website that, that had Zoom uh, people's, rated people's backgrounds. 
Oh yeah, it's Room Raider. It's a. It's a by the way, if you don't follow Room Raider on um, on Twitter, you should because it's hilarious. They will literally take screenshots of people who are doing oh interviews gosh. on television or otherwise, and they will examine everything in the background and and what's in their room, and they give it a score out of ten. That is hilarious. It's, it's totally brilliant. Funny. It's brilliant, and I think the best part of it is that people just don't give a shit anymore because it's like, you know what? Like, none of us are perfect. We're all in this world where we're connecting online. I mean, the newscasters are delivering the news, you know, from their, their basements or their bedrooms or whatever it is, and it's like, I think we all, in general, have a little bit more of a different uh, appreciation for one another, but it is, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's so much it's, less intimidating because yeah, you know that everybody kind of... When, is it weird when people do work zooms from their bedroom? I mean, you're in your bedroom right now, so I am. But this is, <laughs> this is audio only, and honestly, my upstairs is being painted, and I can't even I can't even get upstairs. Well, I think it's, 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 it's a mess. So your audience. So if you're like gonna do the bedroom thing, and you've got like a big powerful presentation, like put a zoom background on. But and you at least make your bed. Right. 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 That's the worst is when you see people with an unmade bed and shit everywhere and you're like, what's going on with that? They had the SNL last weekend. I don't know if you caught it uh, with John from the office um, and they had, or Jim, Jim from the office, John Prince. I, what's his name? Jim, remember uh, Jim and Pam. I, I don't know what the guy's name is, but anyways, he they had a skit where they were doing like an MSNBN. MSNBC thing and in the background they were interviewing had this like, creepy ass picture of like a half naked dude with one of those um uh I don't know they're like Latin masks that they use for like costumes or fighting I'm not exactly sure anyways it was super funny you gotta check it out but yeah the zoom thing is like I feel as though you're connecting still but it is it's got some greatness to it but at the other like I miss human beings and this morning you know, being around a bunch of women um, that all have so much to, I think, offer each other. I felt like we didn't really get that full experience just because we are all, you know, at home. But, you know, we got to see people that were in different parts of the country that we wouldn't have got to see, you know, had we been, you know, locally here in the Bay Area. So, I don't know, it has its yeses and nos. Yeah, there were a lot more people on than I expected. And when I first clicked on, you know, I only had like four people in my view and then I switched to the gallery view. I'm like, oh my God, there's a lot more people on there than, uh, you know, I expected. And I was the cat lady this time. I mean, my cat was rolling on the floor and I tried to make my sanctuary quiet and, and you know, but with four teenagers in the house and three dogs and a cat, somebody was going to be scratching at the door and I knew it was going to be the cat. So I let the cat in and sure enough, she's, you know, playing with my hair and it was so good. I, I have to tell you, you do have like the biggest cat I've ever seen in my life. It is a big cat. It is a big <laughs> cat. Like it's like Garfield, the cat. One of the um, topics that I really enjoyed uh, and I wanted to kind of expand with you ladies a little bit was uh, the power of what we're going to say yes to. And then, you know, I think it was the next 30 days was our, our go. And what are we going to say no to? And it wasn't like, can you do this? And you're like, no. And here's why. It was like straight up like, no, I can't be available for that anymore. Or, you know, I'm not willing to take the time to do those things anymore because they don't serve me in whatever capacity. Um, and I think a lot of, you know, this, this you know, COVID break or whatever we're going to term it, we have now 
have a rebirth of how we enter back into the society of the things that, you know, I personally, for one, was the queen of, you know, social calendar. I mean, busy, 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 always here, always there, everywhere. And now, I mean, I've had nothing to do for 10 months, but I don't, I don't ever, I don't know that I want to be that woman anymore. I mean, those, the, the being busy all the time wasn't doing me any good, except it was making me really tired. Totally. This week, I've been telling my clients that I think that my new mode of operations at the salon is going to be called Island Time. We're just going to be relaxed. We're going to do things slowly. I'm not going to be shoving people in and trying to squeeze everybody in. If you don't book ahead, it's going to be a wait time. And I'm okay because then when I'm with the person, it's it's Island Time. We're, we're relaxed. We're slow. And that's something that I took away from it is like it's the quality and the and the time with each individual person and you know get rid of the busy feeling and being you know so crazy all the time. I feel like this uh, this COVID time has, has allowed everybody to pull back and sort of reevaluate a little bit and then have these ideas about going forward. It's going to be island time where I'm going to say no more or or I'm not going to fill my calendar as much. Um, and I know we control our piece of it, but I wonder as life someday goes back to the way it used to be, do we get pulled back in? How, do, we, do we allow ourselves to get pulled back in to what we were before? And if we, if we stand our ground and don't, do we feel like we're gonna get left behind? So Am I making sense? Totally. Like here's something that always like frosts my ass, as my grandmother would say. It always like baffles me. That Sorry, you, your grandmother said that? Yeah, she used to say that. <laughs> Gigi used to say, like, here's what really frosts my ass. Um, it's always the same. Do you ever notice, like, in the school environments or even just in your group of friends, there's always, like, the couple people that are always doing everything, and then there's all these other people that really don't do. And it's the school environment. The overachievers. <laughs> well, no, I think the school is, like, the best example because you always get, and I currently sit on the PTA board for my school, my kids' school, and I find that it's always the same group of women that are doing these things. And, you know, we're always saying yes to things and taking on these tasks because we know we bring value and we know we're like ready and eager to help. But it's like, there's all these other gals that don't do anything. And, and I'm not knocking them for not doing anything, but it's like, I think that I, from being a yes person to being asked to do things all the time, I now will just say, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not able to do that because I want to allow that gal who's not doing anything. I want to allow her that opportunity. In well, I think that's, yeah, that's a great point is allowing others to do things because I was always the girl kind of on the outside. I was intimidated by women like you and you guys had it all done. And, you know, I'm well beyond that. My kids are in high school and so they don't require a lot of, you know, assistance with, with school board stuff. I mean, I guess some people do, but I, I've never gotten into that because I was kind of like, well, these women have been doing it forever. They love it. They know what they're doing. What do I have to offer them? You know, how could I help? So I kind of allow them to do that. But if someone like yourself had, you know, reached out to me and said, Hey, Jen, you know, I know you're really good at X, Y, Z, or, you know, what are you good at? What can we, how can we get you involved? That reach out might have had me volunteer more often. I mean, I volunteered in my daughter's classroom from kindergarten till 
second or third grade and I did the brownie troops and I was the brownie troop leader and I did that kind of stuff, but it wasn't always through the school. So I don't know. I, I kind of uh, was a little insecure when I was younger as far as um, those clicks. They felt like clicks to me, like high school. And that was always, you know, scary. <laughs> well, I, you know, where my kids went to K through eight school, there were a lot of the mothers that didn't work. There were some of us that did, but there were a lot of them that didn't. So those that didn't work full time, um, oftentimes were the ones who volunteered to be the room parent or chair the tea or, you know, help with the play or whatever it was. And it was really interesting as I got toward the end of my career at this school as a parent, um, somebody had, somebody had asked me about, you know, would you would you have, you know, would you ever consider doing X? And I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was room parent one year and it was sort of toward the, the latter part of our years there. Um, I think it was maybe when my daughter was in seventh grade. So we were kind of wrapping up and, and uh, they said, well, you know, you, it's interesting. You've never been room parent for either of your kids. And I said, you know what, honestly, nobody ever asked me. Right. And I think they, they looked at me and said, oh, she works full time. She probably doesn't have time to do this stuff. And I, I think, Jen, like you, I would have, I would have done more, but they never asked. So, uh, so sometimes it's that people just don't want to do it. But also, I do think a lot of it is, uh, as women, I think a lot of times if we don't assert ourselves, we sit right. back and wait to be asked. I should have asserted myself. I should have put my hat in the ring or said to somebody, "I am more than willing to do X, Y, and Z if you need it." Yeah. Um, but I, I found myself sitting back and waiting to be asked, which is a little unlike me, but. Uh, I do think in that environment, sometimes it, um, it can be a little intimidating. And I, same as you, I kind of figured they had the time and energy. So I get, you know, and they seem happy. So yeah, that's, that's They have good. it covered, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I find it to be a little bit, I don't know, different. Because I work and always have worked, you know, full time in some capacity. And so it's like, I always, I don't know. I just, I think it's the yes in me. The yes being that person who, you know, if someone asks me to do something, I'll do it. I'll say yes. And um, I guess it kind of just, to me, I always find it amazing to, to be working and doing all the things that I do when I see other people that literally do nothing. And I'm like, well, do, do you need something to do or how do I get you involved? So maybe it's more of asking those people, hey, you know, would you like to get involved in these different roles? Um, and I find myself, you know, doing that more often because people do want to be involved. And I think a lot of times, like maybe these gals just don't know how to, how to be involved. Um, but I think for me, the takeaway of the what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to question was I have, you know, forced having to be forced to say no because life was like shut down. Um, and now my yeses that I will give out were, are going to be for things like this or things, you know, that really excite me personally and less of me being more easy to try to please or, or take care of something because someone's asking me because they know I can handle it. It's going to be more like I, you know, I'm going to handle the things that I want to handle that bring me joy um, versus the, you know, just doing it to do. So that well, was my exactly. takeaway. I think some people are going to be excited for the opportunities to help. Like Fleece said, you know, maybe it'll open doors if people, you know, some people say no, then it leaves the door open for other people to say yes. And, you know. I too could be more, you know, assertive with that kind of stuff, you know, but now I've got no kids, you know, needing my, my help. My mother-in-law used to always say, if you want to get something done, you ask a busy mother. 
And that was the statement that she throws at me. It's true though, right? We, we get shit done. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we say, you know, you, you brought up a point to say yes to things that bring you joy. And I, I do think sometimes I struggle with knowing what brings me joy. Um, you know, doing, doing things for others is always key, but in my world, but, uh, but does it feed me? And sometimes I honestly, sometimes I do say yes without thinking about it just because, um, I think I should, but you know, this, this retreat, uh, kind of the big part of it, we did, we spent the whole, you know, a, a big chunk of time doing some visualization and sort of what, what do we want in life, right? What brings us joy? Where do we want to be in five years, 10 years? Where do we see ourselves? And uh, it was disturbing to me that I failed the visual visualization exercise. I, um, I, I couldn't visualize anything. That's how sad is that? So maybe that's your sure next. That, I'm not even sure what I should take away from that. Well, but maybe this opens the door for you to think, okay, what do I want? And just sit with that thought for a while. Like, what, what is it that I want? Who fails a visualization? <laughs> but I don't, even, that? I don't even think you failed the visualization. I think, and I not, to get, not to get too much into your personal story, because I want you to be able to share that, but being in a place where, you know, you see the horizon of you're going to be an empty nester. You know, your whole being in life has been centered around kids and making sure that everything works, you know, and, and ran correctly. And now you're like up ahead, it's like, dude, the, the kids are going to be gone. And what the hell am I going to do? And that's a, like very unknown. So your perception of the visualization exercise was that unknown was that water. And you're just like trying to figure out where you're going to flow. And I don't think it's a failure by any means. I think it's more of a, an awakening to like understanding where you're at, you know? It felt weird to be on a screen. I would say a room, but we weren't in one room. It felt weird to be on a screen of women who all had some really specific things that they were visualizing. They knew where they wanted to be in four and a half years, we're going to do this. And I thought, oh my God, I don't even, I don't even have a hobby. Like my, <laughs> my second is going to go to college in a year and a half. And I, I, all I do is work and, and deal with my children. And now they're both going to be gone. I don't like, I don't, I don't ride horses. Maybe you should take up I, archery or something. I mean, Katniss Everdeen does fit me. So there's that. Um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's funny because on one, on one hand, you're right. It's the, it's the world is my oyster sort of thing. And on the, other on the other hand, it is scary as shit that the world is my oyster because I don't even know what my oyster looks like. No, it's, a, it's like a scary thought to, I mean, I, my kids are, what, eight and 10. So I've got a while to go before that. But it's like a very scary thing to think about, like not having to wake up and like, make breakfast or take them to school or make sure that everyone brushes their teeth or, you know, is alive and breathing. Um, it's even like when they go spend the night somewhere and they're not home, I'll go down there. Like I do every night and I'm like, Oh, they're not, they're not here. And it's, it, to me, it's like, that is the most frightening thought of like not having that element of caretaking as a mom. Um, and then to be like alone and like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, take up archery, I guess. Right. Maybe, maybe that's my thing. Maybe that's my jam. <laughs> Jen a big bullseye and put it up and start Jen has five kids so she's like just when are they going to leave is the when question will they, you know what I visualize that's 
you know, I visualize them coming home for Christmas and having everybody get a, gather around and having family dinner, but it's like once a week. I'm okay with them being away, but maybe that's too because I'm from a blended family. Stacy's been in control of her kids their entire life, and Samantha, you and your husband are still together, and you know, so you don't have that. Like I've had to share my kids, and so it's week on, week off. They're gone for a week, and I get to practice being the empty nester, knowing that they're coming back, you know, every Monday or every other Monday, and so. You know, it's just uh, really interesting to, you know, I, I'm kind of used to it. So now, you know, I'd like it to be a little longer <laughs> in between, mostly because it's just so hectic and busy here that, that I am enjoying, you know, more uh, time with my husband. We've only been married for four and a half years. So I kind of like to explore more with him because all we've been doing as a couple is parenting kids. We've had very few vacations or time away from them. So um, I'm hoping I still like him at the end of all of that. But <laughs> given the weeks in between, I, I'm certain I will because, you know, it's so much less stressful that we actually can drop in and be together. And we're like, oh, here you are. This is the person I, I married, not the one that's crazy running around, you know, carting kids. So. Anyway, I look forward to that. My visualization was uh, in imagining this like successful moment of like, aha, I have made it. And I shared with the group and I'll share with you guys that, you know, I've spent 20 plus years in the insurance industry in various capacities and, you know, been the boss babe, you know, been the, the worker bee, learned it all um, and have kind of found that as I enter this next chapter of my life, my 40s, you know, I wanted to kind of do something that was a little bit more fulfilling for me that brought me joy that I could actually turn into a career. And so I've put a lot out there and, you know, my connective nature and just celebrating women and, you know, really focusing on, you know, pushing women up on a platform that could help them be better, do better, you know, be their best self, if you will. Um, and I launched this website, uh, six, seven, was six days ago. And I put myself out there and I'm really like, willing it to be this next version of myself. Um, and, you know, for me, that was my vision was like, okay, like I got to will this and I got to want this and I can figure out how to make this work. And so my, my visualization was me in a ball gown with like bright red lipstick and like sequins and just like everyone was around smiling and I felt good. Like I felt like, you know, okay, like I've, I'm doing this I'm putting my shit out there and I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping it works. Um, and I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. But that was that was what I was, you know, laying there on my pillows, my blankets. And try, I had a candle over in the corner. This was another thing. I had a candle in the corner. And then I, like, literally being the insurance risk management chick, I was like, dude, I'm going to do a downward dog. I'm going to catch my shit on fire. It's going to be a whole thing. So I kept, like, visualizing, like, okay, where's the candle? Like in the back of my mind, I was like, where, where's the candle? Is it, is it near me? Is it like, if I zone out for a minute, is it going to catch stuff on fire? It was, it was pretty funny, but yeah, it, it was good. It was good. Oh my God. That's awesome. Um, when you were talking about your ball gown and I'm seeing you as the superstar and, you know, I explaining that to me really let me realize 
or not let me realize, whatever, made me realize how confident you are and how powerful and you know you're putting yourself out there which also gives that vulnerability and I think by you doing that you're giving so many women um courage to to do things themselves and I've been watching you know as you post things on you know Facebook or Instagram or whatever about your website and people are going oh my gosh I'm you know trying to do that too and oh you know, they really connect to you and you are the connected queen. And I really uh, just want to give you kudos for actually putting yourself out there and doing something big and not being afraid. Cause that's, that's huge. A little bit of he's afraid though. Cause you like put yourself out there and you're like, well now like I might be somebody creepy might be out there or like, am I putting too much out there? Or does anybody give a shit about what I'm saying? Um, but I just, I gotta go with like, I know what makes me feel good. And I know that like making women feel good and they make me feel good. So I'm going to just put it out there and see what happens. But thank well, you. you. You care about what you're saying and that's what matters. And there is power with courage. There is power behind courage. Um, and I, I just, I read a quote the other day. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it said, but the spirit of it was, you'll never be a hundred percent ready to do anything. So you just need to do it. True. Very and, um, if we, if we wait until we're hundred, a hundred percent ready to do something, the time will have passed us by. The opportunity will have passed us by. So, you know, we have, we have our friend who always says, fake it till you make it. There is something to be said for that, right? Get you, get yourself close, get yourself out there. And, and, you know, for me, for 2021, it's starting this podcast. It's, uh, starting a YouTube channel. It's, a couple of other things that are completely out of my comfort zone. This is not my thing, um, but I'm going to make it my thing. And if I, I, I did get to the point where I thought if I sit around and wait until I am perfectly comfortable and ready to do this, it's never going to happen. So we can't ever be 100% ready. And, and um, you, do get, you do get power with the courage to put yourself out there. Absolutely. And don't you think too, it's like, you don't really know what you're made of until you put yourself out there and you're like, okay, well I can do this. Like, this is, this is okay. This is scary, but you know, it's something that's new and different. And, you know, I know you and I, Fleece, were talking about your YouTube and we were going through it, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're hip gals, but like, there's a lot of things that is very much like we're learning. Um, and so it, was I following you? Could I see you? I mean, we oh, I'm 100% making it up as I go. I have no idea what I'm doing. And yet I'm kind of okay with that. I'm, I'm going to figure it out as I go. Like this, we're figuring it out as we go. But, uh, but there, is, um, there is power that you develop from, from putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, being, being self-aware enough to know that you don't have all the skills and being willing to learn in a, in a public forum, I think that's all really good stuff. Yeah, I it just reminded me, I wrote down this quote and it ties into this perfectly. Maya Angelou said, if you are always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. Ooh. And you know what? That is exactly what we're all trying to do here. That's what Samantha's trying to do with her um, website and you know, we're trying not to be normal because we're amazing women and we want to inspire people to be amazing women as well. And um, anyway, I just thought that quote 
All right, so my number one takeaway from this, uh, from this session is do what's out of your comfort zone. Put yourself out there. Don't be 100% ready. Just go. Just hit go. I agree. And I think that, you know, I, I said it before, like being on the edge of your comfort zone is where your success is going to breed. And, you know, successful people are uncomfortable and they take risks. And a risk doesn't mean like jumping off a cliff or cleaning out your bank account to start a business. I mean, it just means putting yourself in a position that's not like, quote unquote, the everyday um, and stepping outside the box to really kind of expand um, who you are and who you, who you want to become. I think that's like what I am taking away from this moment. Yeah, awesome. I mean, this is the message we're trying to uh, get out there is, you know, be vulnerable, be yourself, share with others, share with other women, and let's go out there and just be inspired. <laughs>